Nest Audio is an overhaul of 2016's original Google Home smart speaker. But is the $100 upgrade worth the wait? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is smart speaker expert Molly Price. Welcome, Molly. Hi, Roger. Despite the name change, the Nest Audio is really an update to the original Google Home smart speaker. So what's new about it? So Nest Audio is a way overdue upgrade for Google. Uh, the home speaker, the very first one, came out in 2016. So it's been four years since they've done anything with this mid-range speaker. And everything is different. The design is different. The size is different. The sound quality is different. Even the price is different than the original Google Home. It's sort of a totally new thing. So let's break that down. Like uh, in terms of price, in terms of the the. The difference is like dig into what exactly consumers are going to get with this Nest Audio. So it's $100 and that is twice the price of a Nest Mini. Nest Minis are $50 usually. You know, you can get them for less if they're on sale. And I suspect the same thing will probably happen with Nest Audio. But on the shelf, the MSRP is $100. So for that $100, you're going to get a smart speaker that honestly is smaller than I thought it would be when I got it. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty compact. It's like almost seven inches tall. Uh, and it has that fabric cover all the way around it. So the Nest uh, Mini and the Google Home Max have that fabric on the front. This one has the fabric all the way around it. And it has a totally different shape. Uh, the original Google Home, in my opinion, didn't look that great. It was kind of weird looking. Um, certainly not like anything that Amazon put out. And this one is a little more soft around the edges. You know, it's got a little more of a design aesthetic to it that it seems like they paid more attention to that this time. And, and I like that. Um, it comes in five colors. It comes in like a pink, a blue, a gray, uh, a green, and then like a darker gray. Uh, so you've got lots of options, you know, if you want it to fit into your home, if you want it to look good on your shelf, uh, it's definitely better this time around. And, and what about the sound quality? How does that compare to the original? Uh, and really, how does that compare to some of the other speakers in the market? I'm thinking the Amazon Echo and Apple's HomePod. Nest Audio sounds way better than the Google Home that came before it. The vocals are a whole lot clearer, pretty much mid-range bass. All of it is better than the home. It's definitely an improvement in that respect. Uh, I don't know about Amazon Echo speakers because I am working from home like a lot of people and I only have a HomePod and the old Google speakers at my house. So uh, TBD on that. Also, Amazon just released a new Echo, so we have yet to test that out as well. So it'll be interesting to see how those two compare, especially because the new Echo is also $100. So if you're on the fence and you don't quite know which assistant you want, it's going to be interesting to see which one is going to give you better sound quality. Um, it's really close to HomePod, in my opinion. Now, HomePod is a great speaker. It's a premium speaker. It obviously costs a whole lot more. Um, and it is a little bit better. But I think if you're a regular person and you're not an audiophile and you just want to hear good music, uh, Nest Audio can definitely deliver that. Good. Anything you didn't like about the speaker? Um, I would say that the Google smarts that you're getting, and we can talk about this a little bit more later on too, but there's not much to it. You know, it's, it's a Google speaker. And I think maybe at this point in 2020, we've gone through four or five, almost five years of smart speakers, and we're sort of used to what it does. So every Google speaker has the Google assistant in it, and the Google assistant is going to be the Google assistant. So you're not getting, um, a lot of surprising new Googly features with it. 
Uh, I will say on going back to sound quality, there is left and right channel separation. If you have two Nest audio speakers, um, there's already a promotion. If you buy two, you get a discount and I highly recommend it. They did send me two and I tried out the channel separation and it's really cool. It's really effective. And it's probably the one thing that makes me feel like I got a lot for my hundred dollars or for my $200. If you get a pair, uh, that channel separation is cool. Yeah. I know. I know they made a big deal about it during the Google presentation, the, the having a sort of multi rooms and multiple speakers all linked together. I mean, ultimately for you, is it worth a hundred dollar price tag? That is, uh, you know, quite a bit more. It's, it's a, it's not a small amount of change, especially during these times. Yeah, it's not hundred dollars is a lot. And, uh, while there are discounts and promotions and, you know, there are, I think plenty of people that would pay hundred dollars for a speaker. It's a really interesting question because of what else Google makes. So if you look at Nest Mini, that's $50. You can get two Nest Minis for the same hundred dollars. And suddenly you can, you know, broadcast to another room. You can have multi-room audio. You can pair them together in a group to play music, you know, at the same time in different rooms. So you're going to get a little more functionality that way if you buy two minis rather than one Nest Audio. And then if you think about it from a smart home perspective, you can get a Nest Hub smart display for, I think, $89. So for even less than that, you can get a Google speaker plus all the visuals and all the smart home integration you get being able to see a camera or a doorbell or watch TV or play a game on a smart display. So I think you'd have to really want the audio aspects of the speaker to go for it over two Nest Minis or over a Nest Hub Uh but it's a good speaker, you know, and I think certainly on sale, it's it's worth it. $100 uh, isn't, I don't think it's unreasonable if you want good audio and you want a Google speaker. And then you, you mentioned this, uh, you just sort of alluded to this, but in terms of wanting a smart home set up with Google, you know, is is this the right speaker for you or what what other Google products would you recommend to to really sort of take advantage or take control of your smart home setup? Well, I certainly think it's easiest to start with a Nest Mini if you're brand new to the smart home uh, in general, just because it's affordable, it's small, it's not going to take up a lot of space. And, you know, the Google Assistant app, the home app and all of that is the same no matter what speaker device you buy. So as far as setup and guidance and assistance and all of that, you're going to get the same thing no matter what. So the Nest Mini is certainly a really easy entry point. If you're interested in smart displays, but you don't want a camera, the Nest Hub is great because there's no camera on the Nest Hub. So you can have sort of that, let me see the doorbell, let me see um, my security camera, let me play a game of Jeopardy. I mean, all kinds of stuff you can do on the Nest Hub without feeling like you have to shutter a camera on and off. So if, you, if you're interested enough in the smart home, I think the Nest Hub is probably a great way to go just because you get so many options. And then I know, you know, you talked about the Nest Mini, those smaller speakers, the Nest Mini, the Echo Dots, they've been popular for a long, long time and largely because they get discounted so often. Uh, I was always curious about these mid-range speakers because I, I didn't know, like, I know plenty of people who own those the smaller speakers, but these mid-range speakers, I know, you know, the Echo was the first and it came out and it was popular when it first came out. But in terms of, demand for this particular category. Is there like, how popular are these things? I'm not sure it's going to be the most popular thing Google has made. Uh, I think the Nest Mini is certainly more affordable, more accessible for a lot of people. And it does great, you know, for the price and for the size, it does everything you need it to do. I think this is sort of the the medium, right? Like if you if you go to get a combo at a fast food place, you're going to get medium fries. Like this is medium fries. It's it's fine. Um, 
it's even good, but I think it's going to be a hard sell for people that are being asked to spend twice as much to get sort of just a bigger Nest Mini. I mean, it, it does sound really good. And I think that the stereo pairing is absolutely the, the upsell, but you've got to buy two to get that. So I'm not sure, you know, I, I think it sounds good, but I am not positive that everyone is going to buy into this mid-range speaker. I think a lot of people will still go for the cheaper alternative. Yeah, I'm sure, especially during the holiday season when those things get discounted, they're, they're a lot easier to justify. Uh, I'd love to dig into the review process. How did you go about testing those speakers? So it's it's totally different testing now than it was a year ago. I will say that. Um, I don't have every single gadget that could possibly be compatible with it like we do at the CNET Smart Home. So I'm limited to what I have and what I'm able to get into my house. But, uh, you know, it's just a lot of listening. It's a lot of uh, moving the speakers around into different areas, pairing them, unpairing them, listening to the channel separation and or listening to them together, uh, listening to them apart, seeing how a single speaker sounds. Uh, I even did a little bit of like, would it fit on my shelf here? Would it fit in my kitchen here? Just sort of how does it sit in my home too, from a a size and a design uh, perspective. So we do all that basic audio stuff. Uh, I tried streaming from multiple music platforms. Obviously there are better integrations with YouTube music than you would get with like Spotify. Um, It's all good, but they paid quite a bit more attention to the YouTube music Uh, and other things like Google Assistant. So how does Google Assistant work with these speakers? And and honestly, it's pretty much the same with all of their devices. You're going to get a very consistent experience across the board. But, you know, we we put it through all the paces that we can. And I think uh, I think we've got a good review out there. And lastly, for someone looking to jump into the smart speaker market, but really unsure of whether or not they should commit to Google or Amazon, what advice would you have for them? Um, I would say... Think about what you use most often. If you are a Gmail person, a Google Calendar person, a Hangouts person, a Google Meet person, um, you already know how their ecosystem works. You're already familiar with the bones of Google and it's going to integrate pretty well with your life on that level. Um, Alexa certainly has way more skills. There are more smart home integrations. But there are privacy concerns. A lot of people have had a little bit of trouble with Amazon and Ring and everything that goes into that. So I think you have to think think about the companies. I think you have to think about what your preferences are. Like I have friends that don't use Google Calendar at all. It's like so foreign to them. So it's not going to make sense for them to get a Google Smart Display that integrates with Google Calendar if that's useless for them. Uh, I think it comes down to what assistant you prefer. And a good way to to do that, I think, is to download the app on your phone and sort of poke around. You know, you can download the Google Assistant app or the Alexa app without having any smart stuff. Just take a look around and see what's there. That's really good advice. Thank you, Molly. You can read her full review on CNET.com. If you have any questions about these topics, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. I'd also like to wish a happy birthday to Neil deGrasse Tyson. And if you liked what you heard here, please subscribe and rate the show. It really helps the show out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.